No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Have you ever listened to Midnight North? Out of a train. That you got at Electric Fish Lights. Shit. You totally you, you, could. You can. Well, okay. <laughs> check it out. What could you do? Here's the thing. You have lights in your house. I guarantee if you have a house, you've got lights in it. And every one of the lights in the house is pretty much the same. I mean, there's, there's some cool lamps out there, but, you know, basically you turn it on, you turn it off. It's got a white bulb. It's a light. It's not that much fun. But if you go to electricfishlights.com or if you go to at electricfishlights on Instagram you are going to find the coolest lights on the planet the simply the coolest all right they are made with a thing called IQ technology which stands for interlocking quadrilaterals and that is 30 interlocking pieces of upcycled vinyl plastic like milk jugs that can be configured into 15 different shapes and when you put them together they can basically build just about anything your mind can conceive. And these lights also come with color changing bulbs as an upgrade, color changing bulbs that are a Bluetooth speaker as an upgrade, and they are hooking the No Simple Road family up with a 10% discount. So when you check out, put it in the promo code NSR and Electric Fish Lights is going to hook you up with 10% off. So don't be boring. Don't be lame. Don't be blah. Go Hook your house up with the coolest lights out there on the planet, Electric Fish Lights. We have a wonderful sponsor coming at you on this episode this week, and that is Shop Tour Bus. If you want to get an awesome Grateful Dead lyric-inspired shirt that is kind of, they're really fun. It's kind of like a riddle, a limerick, a puzzle. It's cryptic. Like, if you're a deadhead, you get it. But when I wear my shirt, I get so many comments about it people that don't know the dead you get the pleasure of explaining what it is to them and then it's another way to hook people on the dead it's like one of those one of those like pictures when you were a kid like at school like it would be a picture of of the letter b and an ice cube and you had to figure out what it said that would be be cool but 
Yeah. 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 It's kind of cryptic and it and they they weave little things from the dead world into all of these designs. And you can go over there, you can get your t shirts, which are also made of some of the nicest, most comfortable fabric out there. They're like summer shirts, they're perfect. It's like cool breeze shirts where the breeze breeze? blows Mm -hmm. through it. And then they also have hoodies when it comes that time. They do hats sometimes, tank tops, stickers, sometimes there's pins. There's so many things. And they're hooking up the no simple road family with 10 percent off yeah, they are when you check out put it in the promo code no simple road all one word and it's going to come to you for free shipping and and it's going to come to you not in just a regular boring like amazon no. box boring. that you throw away in the yeah, trash it's, it's a box that you will keep we all here have several yeah. of them they are also inspired by grateful dead lyrics there's a beautiful little painting also one of a them. kind you can personalize them you can order gifts you can get gift cards i mean they got you covered yeah they do literally literally covered so go covered. to shoptourbus.com to put in your order or go to at shop tour bus on instagram follow them check out what they're up to and like i said Get yourself free shipping by putting in the promo code No, no Simple, Simple Road and walk into that next show looking fly as fuck. Define Premium Cannabis Ooh, is cannabis. one of our fantastic sponsors here at No Simple Ooh, Road. Yes, they are. Thank you, Define, for believing in No Simple Road, and we believe in Define Premium Cannabis. There are two locations to serve That's you right. in the Portland area, one in Hillsboro. The other is in Forest Grove. And if you go in there and you tell them that you're part of the No Simple Road family, you're going to get 10% off. Every visit and your first visit, you're going to get a, a free, free t-shirt. t-shirt. Yeah, that's right. A free t-shirt. And if you live in Portland and you listen to No Simple Road and by our demographics and metrics, I know there's a bunch of you out there. Yeah. You can actually go out there and visit Apple. Visit Apple. I mean, you're not we'll just getting a discount on weed, not just weed, the best cannabis products in Portland, period. You can actually meet one of your heroes. Yeah, I'm right? a hero. You're a hero. Oh. Dude. You, well, he does yeah. wear a cape. So sometimes, yeah. Go to go to Define. One in Hillsboro, one in Forest Grove. Pick yourself up some cannabis products. Make yourself feel better. And just remember that No Simple Road loves you, and we're hooking you up with a discount on weed. And I'd like to say one thing. A highlight this week is Portland Oven. Our good friend Dan Ooh. at Portland Oven makes a thing called Lemon Coffins. It is the most delicious cannabis infused with Carnegie butter that will get you higher than most other edibles. They are amazing. They taste so good. You don't taste the cannabis in it, but it's a great product. But you sure do feel it. So go to Define, one in Hillsboro, one in Forest Grove. Say hi to Apple. Tell them you listen to the show. Get your discount. Get your shirt and get your head right, man. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast, Inside the Musician's Brain, is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. 
Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available, and spots are extremely limited, so visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongssummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Fish is back on the road. They did a like the second longest tweezer in fish history yesterday. And I'm just saying, I think they're playing a little sloppy. <laughs> I really do. I, I, I feel like the band was much tighter in 97 when Trey oh, it's was no, little, it's no 93 Hampton or no, anything. Uh-uh, quite, absolutely no, not. And you know, it, <laughs> <Shut> up. <laughs> that's what we were waiting for. We can't just enjoy Thanks. fish Thanks, and Mel. let them do their thing. We got to dissect, compare. <laughs> but, Fucking, but they it's were all, dope. Everybody was happy. Nah, it, it was the good, time man. of everyone's it, life. It, it and was that's 33 minutes of mediocrity. And, it, and it's so funny that that, I mean, that is the dead community and the fish community. The most, the most super fans yeah. in the world, but also the most critical. Well, I guess that's the only way and you could funny. be super critical is if you were a super fan because you know all the shit and you're like. Yeah. Hey, and, and speaking yeah. of, of like super fans, hey, no, no simple road family. I almost forgot. How's that? I don't know. I, I was, that was called a crowbar. Hey, now. Yeah, man. So, listen. I, I have a public service. I'm starting this episode. By the way, our guest Why this are week you so loud is too? the Can one and only Elliot Peck. <laughs> and um, I just have to say a public service announcement at the beginning of today's episode. What? Listen. Four, four or five months ago, you were sitting in your house. You were wishing for shows. You were jonesing for live music to come back. Are you talking about yours? I'm talking yeah. to I'm talking to the entire community, <laughs> okay. right? Yes. And and then live music came back. And then you motherfuckers started complaining that the band's fucking playing sloppy, man. <laughs> come on. Like if you didn't play if you were a professional soccer player and you didn't run for 16 months and then you played world championship soccer, are you going to be on top of your game, Apple? Are you? Well, if you practice for that year and a half, True. yeah. I, I I have to say that I think maybe not on top of your game, but okay. you're, you're, you're gonna you're gonna be playing. That's what matters. That I think that, and I'm gonna get shit for this, but 4.0 fish might be the most burningest, on fire, baddest shit I have heard in a very long time. 
and they are fucking killing it out there. They're killing it so much that on a whim, Mel and I bought tickets to go to Hershey just for the fun That's of it. That's definitely not why I participated in the purchase of this tickets, but, but <laughs> 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 that has nothing to do with any reason why I'm going to that well, show. You just wanted to go to Hershey, Pennsylvania to get a John yeah, Hershey bar. I just wanted to satisfy Aaron's wishes. Oh, come on. It was more than that. That was really the main push. Well, and it's also a getaway. I can also wait. Yeah. But I, no, this is your trip and I'm happy to I'm happy to do to it. To be part of the trip. Yeah. It's, I'm happy to go, but definitely this was not Yeah. What? I can just wait this year. You can wait. Yeah. I I'm done I'm, waiting. I I got so good at waiting that I'm actually liking it. <laughs> <laughs> they beat you into submission with and, the waiting. You know, I don't need to, I, I realize this because I've never been a, such a super fan of any one specific band. I just like going to the concerts and being there with you guys and experiencing what we do. Fish, of course, was special, but what I mean is going to the Dusters this past, or, you know, month and then Yonder and, and Green, Sky. Green Sky, like the feelings are wherever you are. Totally. Yeah. Wherever you are at the time, it could be a freaking small little cute dank basement with a piano and like some guy killed it. It could be on our porch with Family Mystic this weekend. Yeah. Singing acapella. Exactly. So <laughs> I, I feel like, you know, that thing that happened to us during the pandemic where we didn't have anything to look forward to and it was like a sentence because it's like... Mm -hmm more of the same is going to keep happening you know that sucks oh look another work week yeah and nobody wants to spend their time necessarily like that with no promise of a break mm -mm. you know but that small little series of concerts gave me like an a bird's eye view of like you can um wherever you're at there's there you the party. Are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what it reminds me of Truly, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, where Damone says he's all, wherever you're at, wherever you're at is the place to be. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And no. our party is going to get on an airplane next week and on Monday. Babe, my, 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 I can't hear myself. Well, you asked me to turn you down. No. Okay. Is that better? Yes. Okay, there we go. It's perfect. Um, we're getting on a plane next week on Monday. We arrive in Pennsylvania on Tuesday morning and then Tuesday and Wednesday, we're going to be in the lot in Hershey podcasting and talking to all of you guys. Nobody's ever done that before, by the way. <laughs> uh, it's a first in, on the planet. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's an inside joke. Uh, but yeah, so we'll let you know where we're going to be. And, uh, you know, as as we figure out the landscape there. I'd love to talk to as many of the No Simple Road family as possible when we're in the lot before the show um, and potentially even after the show. I think it would be fun to to pick out some some people to to have conversations with. What do you think? I mean, I'm down for spontaneity. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to we're going to see Jack. We're going to see Bacon Man. We're going to see. Oh, really? Yeah. We're going to see his wife, Eve. We're going to see. John and Amy from Electric Fish. We might even see the guys from Fear of Craft Beer Planet. Um, so this is going to be a 
East Coast meets West Coast. Whatever. That's going to be fantastic. What? You want to come, man? <laughs> no, I wasn't even invited. Okay. Well, sorry. <laughs> it's just me and Mel thing. This isn't a, this is a, not a you thing. Yeah. This is not a no simple road thing. This is Aaron and <laughs> well, Mel thing. Aaron's trying to make it a no simple road thing. Look, you know what? <laughs> no simple roads no, always going on. I actually was considered. I'd say, yeah, it's a matter of time off. I we all took a very put in for so much time off this year. It's a matter of money and time. It's a busy summer. Yeah, it is a busy summer. So anyway, stay stay tuned to the um, No Simple Road Instagram over the next week, and uh, as things draw nearer, as the time draws nigh, we will let you know where we're going to be and go hang out with you guys and talk to you and all the fun stuff that we haven't been able to do for a while is uh gonna gonna go down so this week on no simple road like i said earlier is the lovely elliot talented amazing elliot peck yeah this one i was very good this was this was my i even told elliot this was my birthday present because we did this right before my birthday and Mm -hmm. she's one of my favorites and Mm -hmm. just angelic yeah (laughs) yeah man this was Thanks for sharing your time, Ellie. Yes. That was yeah. so sweet. And it was like kind of like right before you started getting super busy again. And, and we, just like we thought it was, yeah. this was such a comfortable, fun conversation mm-hmm. with her. And, and that she had good uh, memories of Portland, you know, that she had that little standing or that yeah standing ovation yeah walking down the street which she totally deserved (laughs) but yeah thank you for all that beautiful conversation and just being a light during the you know midst of the pandemic yeah man they midnight north just came out with their new album there's always a story and uh it is you can really hear the progression of this band i mean they've been together for quite a while i think since 2013 or something like that and um you know with bands like this you when you listen to their studio stuff you can hear the progression of the band and this is a this is a quantum leap forward for them um it is incredible what they've put together and uh you know the community that surrounds them is amazing and and i'm just stoked that she came and hung out with us for a little while that we can help get the word out on the new album a little bit and uh, for all of you guys to hear what they've done because it is really, really something special, man. And uh, Early 2012. Early 2012? Mm-hmm. Okay, I was close. You were. Aaron Math I, no, didn't I, we, prevail. We, sometimes you're off. They've been together for about. 40 years. They started in <laughs> 2008, right? Well, we're in 2021, so that's a good amount of time. That's a really good amount yeah. of time to get to know each other. It's a lot of work, man. Yeah. And being the female voice in a in a band full of dudes, like that's a that's a tall order all by itself. Bunch I think of she crazy works men. Just fine. She well, the, that's kind of funny too. That comes up in the conversation talking about like eating healthy on the road and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about trying to eat healthy with when you're in a band with a bunch totally. of dudes when their idea of eating good is like in and out burger or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and she just did, she just did some shows with, um, Pat Ferguson and Tim Carbone. So go, go search that out too, man. That is, uh, something awesome. I, Pat is going to be coming on no simple road here in a few weeks. Oh, yeah? We have him scheduled. Yeah. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get to talk to Tim too and make our rounds through that whole group. And then I, they, she played with, uh, I think it was supporting like, nurse she 
I saw Mark Levy was there. I had a dream about Mark Levy today, actually. It was weird. I took a nap and had a dream about Mark Levy. He was, we were at a show and he was upstairs in the band room and I was in there for some reason. And he was like trying, feverishly trying to put together his drum kit. And I was, you and I had talked in the dream about just you interviewing Mark by yourself. <laughs> and I was like trying to sell the idea to him in the dream. I was like, hey man, you know, uh, me and Mel talked and I thought it would be cool if like she just interviewed you by herself and blah, blah. And he looked at me and he was like, dude, I'm busy right now trying to put together my drums. I'll talk to you in a minute. And I felt so stupid in the dream. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, I shouldn't have bothered him right now. And I like kind of left the room feeling dumb and then woke up from my nap. Yeah, that was Mark Levy. Way to go, dumb, dumb. I know, blowing yeah. it with Mark. Blowing in your dreams. Yep. <clears throat> Way to yeah, go. Yeah, blow it in your dreams so you don't blow it in real life. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So You anyway. made your mistake, and I get over it. <laughs> what is that, make the mistake first? Or, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, soon because you're gonna make a well, mistake. Well, nobody wants to be a bugaboo when they're busy. Like somebody, hey, can I? I'm fucking busy. Yeah, I was thinking about like when I'm trying to set up the mics for the show and somebody trying to ask me. It's usually me. Yeah. Hey, babe, can you? And I'm like, <laughs> just a minute. I'm doing something. <laughs> All right, Cartman. Now you know. Elliot is a super talented, amazing voice in our scene and it's a huge honor for us to have sat down with her. I know you yeah. guys are going to dig this interview, but it wouldn't be no simple road if we didn't make you wait like 30 minutes before we get to the interview. So it's been a very eventful last week and I want to start with Mel. Oh, why start with the worst? Why are you going to say the word? Don't be, don't be a negative no, Nancy. I won't be a negative Or a negative Melly. <laughs> How's your week, babe? It's been challenging and so beautiful. Like la Monday, right? Are we starting from Monday? Sure. Let's start from Monday. Monday, we had a gorgeous picnic with some friends from work and we played Frisbee and that was super fun. And then Tuesday, what did we do? To, did we go to a concert? We went to a concert on <laughs> Tuesday. We went to a concert. A little one. A little cute baby concert. No, uh, no, it wasn't little. It was, but it was cute, and it was incredible, and it rejuvenated me. And it was so. I had a a, a chance meeting there. So strange that I feel like Horning's hide Horning's Horning Horning's hideout brings out um, synchronicity. I like the the lands like brings these people together. Um, Earlier in the day, I had made a little short errand to work to my job. In that duration of time, I bumped into this woman who I later bumped into at the at the, at the concert, and and it was like the first person that I saw because I had to go to the bathroom right when we got there. So I'm like racing to the bathroom, <laughs> she's racing to the bathroom, and we meet again. And so that happened several times. Um, shout out to. Um, uh, Crystal Lexi, right? Alexi. Um, uh, we didn't get to hang out yet, but we got like, a little hug in and got to see her. And it was just Tiffany and Ben. They were there. Graham, um, Ansley, uh, who, Amanda, Kenzo. It was it was phenomenal and so like soul refreshing. Um, Green sky blew the doors off that joint too man yeah i'm not talking about all the other stuff i haven't even talked about the music the music was there's something about bluegrass that 
for for me for Melanie just it does it for me it's like tickles that fun like energetic it makes me be able to like jump around and hop around and like it there's a certain vibe to that music and I just love what they were doing that dancing in dancing in the in dark the dark by Bruce Springsteen by green sky bluegrass it was it was my favorite moment of the week of the week of the week for sure wow looking at you and dancing and like you're like wow and <laughs> i was like yes finally because i i told aaron or i told yeah i think it yeah, was me when we were going to sleep the but other i night. was like you know and i i should say this to apple too you know how like that turn on moment when he's like turns to you like ca- I'm calling the songs and stuff like that. Like I get those moments when he hears songs that I've always loved. Like one time The Cure. Do you remember that song when we were right? So like there's certain moments where I, these songs that I've loved forever that are like so amazing, but only like you and me like it because it's like pop music or something. That song's incredible, dancing in the oh, dark. Yeah. I never heard it like and that before. Because, no, it, because I love lyrics, I, I I just listen to messages, you know. And then it, and then of course, I mean, Bruce Springsteen's dope. I've always loved Bruce Springsteen. The boss. From, yeah. So, but hearing it through their musical talent and their interpretation and their the vocals, it was so. It felt like a cool breeze. It felt like everything was going to be okay. It was felt like I got you now. You could cry on my shoulder. It was like a good feeling. Yeah, man. Such a good feeling. Yeah. It's and so, yeah. Well, my week went on and, you know, I was kidding about the worst one earlier, but like I've just been having some, just been challenges, mental challenges lately, fatigue, energy fatigue. Yeah. It's going to be good to, to get away for a little mm-hmm. while and, and I'm excited unplug about from mm-hmm. the day-to-day, you know. Yeah. yeah. The world's hard to navigate right now for everybody. Yeah. It's a trip, man. Uh, <clears throat> you know, we, we uh, like Mel said, we went to Hornings last week and, and uh, again, <laughs> for the Peacock Pick and Park, it was like this this time's version of um, Northwest String Summit. Pick and party. And uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Thanks. Thanks <laughs> you were correcting me all last right. week. I kept Peacock, saying it wrong. And you said it Yeah, because they, they changed it from a drive-in show to a pot. So it was right. pick and, and party. Uh, Green Sky, immediately, I, I, this was my first time seeing Green Sky. And I just had a feeling about that band just from listening to them here at the house. And they did not disappoint one iota. Like Mel said, that hearing Dancing in the Dark, in that headspace, in that environment, in the dark. <laughs> it was really fucking beautiful. That whole show, like, those guys are just next level players. And Wanna change my clothes, my hair, yeah, my face. Fucking amazing. And <laughs> that would that when that power behind that f- phrase, I, I just remember guys that we were talking in the bathroom earlier in the day and I was like I just want to do something dramatic. Yeah. Do you remember? Yes. And I was like, and it's not shave my head. I already did that. It's not like that. I'm fine with how I look. I don't need to change that. I'm like, I feel like I really need to do something dramatic in my environment, like around me in my life. Like, yeah, you know. it was a good expression of everything that had really been going was. on. That's the, that's the coolest part of like going to these shows and, 
doing the thing that we all love to do is when those moments hit and everything kind of comes together and coalesces in a moment like that. And that'll be an imprint. Yeah. Yeah. You look at each other like, Holy shit. Did that just happen? Is this happening right now? Fuck yeah, it is like, that's the best thing ever. And those guys really brought it. And on top of that, we gave away, um, a couple of pod add-ons to Kenzo and Amanda and, uh, man, let me tell you, Two people that showed up ready to party. What? Ready to have oh, a good time. Hell yeah. Amanda had right glitter in. on her hell face. Yeah. She looks so beautiful. She, Amanda is a gorgeous woman. Wow. A, just a beauty. And like it's her personality. And then you turn around and she's stunning. And then her like her countenance, like her, she's just got it going on and she loves to groove and Kenzo loves to groove yeah, too. They're two so special together too. They're so in love and it's good vibes between them and it was super cool man they they had just gotten engaged a couple of days before so this was like the engagement celebration with the no simple road crew they had Mm. just started listening to the show like a week before with the um, chris pandolfi episode and then won tickets to come hang out with us and, and party and go to green sky bluegrass so it was like this whole experience for them and us and they just like fit in so perfect with the family. I know that we're going to see them. Oh, we're yeah. going to camp together when go we go to the gorge. And yeah, there's there's more to come with those two. And, you know, man, they and that just, was sweet. They came and stayed with us. They were wondering <laughs> where they could go to like park and sleep camp for the night yeah. and sleep. Yeah. And it's like, no, you're staying car. with and, us. Um, shout out to clean sheets because that's what we <laughs> they helped us put their own clean sheets on the bed and we set it up all cute for them and it was just so nice to have them yeah, here man. it so, really was we love you guys thanks for coming and hanging out Bring with us more and love into the family there'll be more to come and yep yeah so that that was the beginning of the week and then it was for me it was like recovery time and time to take care of myself and rest and I'm not 20 anymore and that's cool whatever mm-hmm. um yeah so I mean I'm not 20 yeah anymore? Apple we're, we're getting older <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. that's what's going on that right? is what's going on um but yeah you know I don't know if you all know this of course you don't there's no way you could I'm going to give you some information that you didn't have prior um you know doing no simple road is probably one of the most fun, awesome things that we get to do. And it's an honor to like have the platform and talk to the people that we do and be able to be a voice for this fucking amazing transformational community that we're all a part of. And there's times, let me back up. When we sit down behind the mic, it's no different than when we're sitting on the porch with no mic or hanging out with each other there it's it's a little different well there's no there's i'm not a different person right now than i am out there you Uh know there's certain shit we don't bring up on the show on purpose but other than that that's it yeah and uh you know i there's times when the three of us aren't feeling great about life or like having a difficult time in our heads, Mm -hmm. balancing the stresses of day-to-day life in the times that we're in. And the last thing that any of us want to do is get on the mic and express that shit out to any of you guys, right? 
but we have an obligation to put out an episode every week. So we have a, a way of like inspiring each other to come in here and sit down and do the thing. And it's incredible to me that when we feel like that or one or two of us feel like that. And when we come in here, that kind of just disappears for the time that we're in here and everything just kind of goes away and it's us and the family and the conversation. And that man is medicine as far as I'm concerned. Like if I'm having a difficult time and not feeling my best or feeling blue, when we come in here and we turn on the mics, that's the time that like all the cylinders finally come back on. Yeah. And it that is feels true. so good to have this place to come and be with you guys out there and each other and like hash our shit out a lot of the time and figure it out. And like by telling you about our weeks, we're able to like work through what's going on in our heads and hopefully it's connecting with you guys out there and helping you feel like you're not alone in, in your day to day stuff that you go through. And, um, that's what community and family is all about. And I don't know, I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, it's sometimes it's tough to get in here and like feel like I'm not going to vomit all over the family, my negativity that's in my head. And, um, it's, it's cool to be able to sit down and just open my mouth and not feel like that's going to splatter everybody. So, yeah. <laughs> That's my Thanks for not splattering us yeah, with your shit, Yeah, I'm not going to on you guys is basically what I'm saying. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. That's very kind of you, sir. Yeah, you're welcome. Your turn, Apple. My week, was, my week was great. Aaron didn't throw up on me. <laughs> no, he didn't. Dar- uh, Darwin, how was your week? Oh. It was good. So, uh, so okay, we've well, already heard that the, the highlight of the week was definitely uh, getting to go see another show, getting to see Green Sky Bluegrass, who, like, we say so many things about them. To me, they are just it's they're they take it to a whole different like kind of psychedelic level they also feel like home mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. The, all of them the singing is amazing but paul's voice especially is just kind of it, it can be haunting and yeah. beautiful and everything That's at the same how it was time dancing in the dark it, that- it's yeah and they're they're gr- they're kind of gritty they remind me like to me they're kind of like the bluegrass band that wandered down out of the hills of the ozarks or something except it was Michigan. Like, like yeah exactly but the, just it, it was amazing and like aaron said it was our first time seeing them we've listened to them a lot i've watched a lot of their streams or shows mm. they just you know they bring the light show they bring the love they bring everything and uh a note on top of that um now that those two events are over the yonder string dusters and everything we and this is from all of us they will probably chime in too extra extra special thanks to sky for believing in us starting back in 2019 when he didn't know who we were yeah and aaron asked if we could be the podcast the official podcast of string summit you're like hell yeah let's do it and since then you have been a uh, a friend uh family everything you treat us like that you believe in us um thank you to burl Oh, Burl. You know, Sky made that happen. We got to hang out with Burl, Benny Burl Galloway. We got to meet Shorty. Uh, special thanks to Shorty for oh, being who shout. you are and Shorty's being such a Burl's sweet. right-hand man. Yes. And also a huge shout-out to Hannah, who oh. we have communicated with for a few years and finally got to meet in person and get a hangout with. That, 
that is a very special family, the yes, Northwest String Summit yeah, it's crew. It's an honor to be a part thank of that. You to, yeah, thank you to all that crew for being out there. Mm, it was a true. blessing for all of us to, I forget, I think it was Wednesday night when we looked over. They, they had all, like, like the work was done, and they all, the whole crew was out on the side of the stage watching what they had set up and what they had created with the biggest fucking smiles on their faces because everybody's back working, doing the thing they love. And we're just, again, we're so honored, Sky, all of you, to be part of that. And that was a definite highlight. And then the rest of the week, like Aaron said, oh, shit, I'm not 20 anymore. So it was kind of just, you know, back to work, back to reality, getting things mm-hmm. done. Um, I want to say special thank you to Ben and Tiffany for oh. inviting us all out again, which I didn't make it for the second time. <laughs> but, but I, I explained I, to them that, yeah, I, look, I just said... I, Apple's weekends are his own and you need to recover and and, and, I, and is, I told I told, yeah. told them when we saw him too I was like I was like when it comes to December I am Santa Claus I don't do summer well heat shit like that I don't like to be outside I don't like the sun I don't like time. come winter time and it's snowing and nobody else wants to be out there helping you or doing anything I'm your man <laughs> I'll show up with the sleigh and the reindeer <laughs> but I just wanted to say thank you to you guys and stuff too uh, Aaron and Melanie came home just so elated and so happy to be out there and have you guys as family and friends now. And I took that day that was that was a me day. I just I, I slept a lot. I recuperated. I had a day off. Like me, we talk about yeah. that sometimes. On our days off, we're busy. You got yes, things to do. You got laundry. You got clean. You got all these things. Interviews. To do. Yeah, it was a day of repose and relaxation, which I really needed. Um, and then that rolled into, Aaron mentioned it earlier, Sunday. You're going to hear that episode coming your way soon. We had a local band over oh Family gosh, Mystic, man. which was an amazing. We knew these guys were special just yeah. by listening to their music and seeing their fun videos and stuff. But to get to meet these young cats that just they they just really know what they're doing and they're super talented. And it was such a great end of the weekend mm-hmm. to get because yeah. we spent quite a bit of time with there over here for probably like four hours yeah, or so a good amount of time. and we really got to know each other in our conversation you're going to hear and kind of off the mic bonding and just had a again this is we met more people that are part of the family. we're all part of the family and that that was that was that was the week it was it was good yeah man it it feels good I, I kept seeing posts on Instagram of people at shows on the East Coast, and a lot of them were like, we're back, baby, you know, captioned. And I was like, yeah, great, cool. I'm glad you guys are back and whatever. And it, I would say it. Tuesday night at Green Sky was when I finally felt like, okay. It's back. We're back. Here we are. We got to fill our backness. I'm home. <laughs> like, I can, I can roll out of here in my skin. It's always, you know, interesting to see how we'll react to something new. Like we hadn't been to a concert. That was the first they had set up a whole different stage and mm-hmm. area. So it was new. for It was a second week for them, but like it was still new for them figuring out the, you know, the kinks. So you go in there. It is kind of nerve wracking. It's like you are excited. So you have that adrenaline, but your stomach is kind of maybe queasy, like, ooh, like. I don't know, anxiety or just unsettled, you know? Yeah. 
but yeah, just like, what's it going to be like? Are people going to be, are people going to like me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mel, everybody you likes know. you, babe. No. You know what I mean? Like just, you know, cause it was just a little, um, you know, the restrictions and stuff are coming yeah. back. So it's just like a little bit more weird heated. Yeah. But they handled everything so beautifully, Yeah, man. everything so beautifully. Like there was a perfect amount of vendors for the people. Right. That's, it was gorgeous out. Plenty of space. Plenty of space. The security was so sweet, but they did their job. They mm-hmm. they were sweet, but they did what they needed to do. Made sure people were staying where they needed to be. And it was very nothing, comfortable. <laughs> nothing ever felt intrusive. It was family. It was like, you know, Pastor Bob. Pastor Tim. Tim. Pastor Tim. I don't know why I thought Bob. Um, but yeah, he was super fun and sweet. And it was just such a good time. It, and that's how I wouldn't say it was. I'm all about comfort. It was fucking so comfortable. Yeah, it was the, comfortable. It felt so comfortable. Perfect. The people were all comfortable. And also just wanted to say thank you to the vendors, to Bamboo Grove Hawaiian food, which was amazing. Oh, yeah. We'd Shout never had before. Grove. We're hooked now. And to the Dump City Dumpling guys from over in Ben. Yeah. We didn't go to the show on Wednesday and me and Apple were here and I was like, we should just drive out there and get a plate of Hawaiian food. <laughs> we get some Hawaiian food and some dumplings and head back home. No, you know what, man? I, I might have already said this last week, but I think beyond falling in love with Green Sky this week even more, the thing that I left that show with, like, it attached to my heart was the impression of what an amazing community that we have what beautiful people the smiles on the faces the dancing the just the the energy of love that was in that place gratitude and, yeah and acceptance and like home it, it was really heavy it was a kind space yeah, it was man. like come back and it was like a bosom to lay on and, and like, that was the family laying that down mm-hmm. like as much as the band puts it out the family has to reciprocate mm-hmm. for that magic to happen yeah put on that cushy like we were the beautiful picnic blanket that was soft on your butt totally. and nice and luxurious <laughs> you know so shout out to the to the portland musical community man the the jam yeah. jam family up here you, you people are really fucking powerhouse energy human beings and we fucking love you and it's an honor to be part of this thing up here in the forest in this place like you can feel that earth energy and you can feel that love and once that music gets going in the second set man all bets are off freaks come out at night and it is on the organs got it going on fucking beautiful to see man i missed it so much i missed it so much that I bought tickets to fly across the country because I couldn't wait for the gorge. Anyway, I was going to say one last thing because you guys mentioned it. I was just to say thank thank you again to because that was two weeks and we got four new members of the family. Thank you to Megan Ryan who went the first week with us and and to Kenzo and Amanda who joined us for this one. After it was cool, it was like a an engagement present for them to come with us. They were so fun too. That witch hat is dope. That yeah, was that's, one of my favorite things that happened. It really it was. turned into a wizard hat. Yeah, go on, go on the No Simple Road Instagram and look at the posts from um, the Green Sky shows, and you'll see pictures of Kenzo, Kenzo in his brand new wizard hat that was gifted to him from Mel. It yeah. is fucking amazing. It was. 
a Harry Potter sorting hat and it sorted right onto Kenzo's head. Yeah. It was <laughs> like I had been holding it for him for all these months that I've had it. Yeah, here you go. And it, it's one of my favorite hats and it fits like a charm. Like it's a super comfortable hat. I love it. But when there's something, well, some, something divine told me to give it to Kenzo. And when I said, like, try this hat on and he did. And then he immediately got up started dancing <laughs> he's like yo i think it sounds weird but this energy's this hat's got energy in it or something and I, he it changes attitude the rest of the night it was like it lit him up and yeah. i'm so glad that they're friends that hat and Kendall, those, it, those it two matched. both have those smiles and the attitudes are oh. like contagious so yeah. and i i want to say <clears throat> as uh, the summer rolls on i mean we only have about another month and a half left or whatever but like Stay tuned as the bigger shows come up. We may be giving away some more passes to stuff and, uh, you know, keep your ears peeled and, and uh, we're going to do the business real quick. So I'm going to say Finish. this now. Um, do us a favor, man. If you know people that you think would be into listening to No Simple Road, tell them about the show. Yeah, we We need to grow this community even more. After meeting four more of you over the oh, past yeah. two weeks... We it gave is. some people some stickers out there, so hopefully we have some new listeners. Welcome if you're new from that. Yeah, man. Welcome. Welcome home, y'all. Welcome to the No Simple Road family. But yeah, it just it is impressed on me even more than ever before how important it is to grow this community and, and to, you know, interact with each other. And, and so if you know anybody out there that would dig what No Simple Road is doing, please tell them about it. And uh you know, follow us on all the social media platforms at No Simple Road. Go to www.nosimpleroad.com and check out the merch tab. Sign up for the newsletter. You can get your T-shirts over there and all kinds of stuff. I think we even got like fanny packs you can use to put your money in when you go to festivals. I said money with like your fanny. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, that's not what a fanny. Don't pack put does. your fanny in the pack. That'd no. be shorts. That. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, go to the website, <laughs> www.nosimpleroad.com, and check out what's going on over there. Also, please, somebody, for the month of August, we need your help. Go on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And if you're not going to leave a review, just go there and leave us five stars and then keep on trucking with your day. But if you're that person that I'm talking to, you feel that little tingle in your in your like uh, solar plexus area. You're like, oh shit, he's talking to me. Yeah, I'm talking to you. It Go means on so Apple much podcast and leave us a review so that Mel and Apple can fight over who's going to read it in the next intro. Well, we don't fight anymore. Yeah. We, have, we, we just give very, each other we, the eye. And if Apple really wants it, I know. When, and when, if I really want yeah, it, yeah. When we read them, we kind of know now. We used to go like it was your turn, my turn. Now it's like. This one's suited for. We yeah. know which ones it's suited for. We, we appreciate learned. you letting us do those. And, and like I've said a million times before, uh, Kenzo. By the way, man, thanks for signing up on Patreon, oh, Kenzo brother. Signed yeah, up? Kenzo signed up oh as a five dollar patron. <gasps> Kenzo, love you, man. Oh my Thank gosh. You. Uh, <laughs> follow Kenzo's amazing exemplary example and go to <laughs> patreon.com forward slash no simple road that is how we pay for all the stuff that yeah. we do on no simple road and get to bring you interviews like elliot peck and all the people that we talk to and all the fun stuff that we do and tickets and shows and blah 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 we have to pay for all that shit and so the way we do that is with patreon so if you go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road like kenzo did you can sign up for as little as a buck a month and you have a warm, fuzzy feeling in the center of your being that radiates outward and others see it. And then magical things happen to you all because you decided to support No Simple Road. See? 
Cool. Other podcasts don't give you that either. So just saying. Um, Yeah. So also, last but not least, call the Tepid line. That is 971-808-1524. That number again is 971-808-1524. Call and tell us about going to see fish uh, to the shows that we haven't seen. Somebody that Any shows, to the show. Local bands. Like Aaron said last week, we know you guys are going to shows because we're going to shows. We see you going to shows. We know you. you're there. Mm-hmm. Let us know how it was. Yeah, Give us a trip called. report. Give us a breakdown. Criticize fish. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> don't we'll, do we'll, that. Huh? But that, oh, that's can. also, that's also fun and funny. It's the fun thing. People that have been thing. waiting to play for months and months Look, man. to put out some good shit. Don't be criticizing nobody. I'm going to say something. I'm saying that. I have learned something Acknowledge that. recently. Mister. Let everybody do what the fuck they want. Everybody do <laughs> That's you, what I'm you saying. Yeah, you, you do you. That's true. I'm going to do I, me I do here. back that up you too. You do you. <laughs> I ain't going to criticize you. Don't criticize me. We'll do our thing. We'll dance. Have a good time. It'll be fun. Anyway, Boom. 971-808-1524. That's the number you called. Leave your trip report. Last time at your show, when you puked in the trash can and it spilled, when you shit in the trash can at Soldier Field, you know, recipe, something. a bunny story, story about a bunny, a funny bunny, your kids, like whatever, whatever. Scars, it is the line that you can literally do whatever you want. Yeah. Tell us how to make patchwork pants. Yeah. You could just call up and go, blah, 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 and we'd hang be like, up. we'd be like, oh, that was cool. Yep. Hanging up. And I'm what playing on the show. What does being here now mean to you? Exactly. There it is. So there, there's your, there's your homework. Do all the things I just told you. Yeah. And then, then magical things will happen. You'll we'll always have luck. Your lucky numbers for this week are eight, seven, one, three, and nine. So play those in the lottery. You'll probably win. And um, without further ado, we're going to get you to the episode. So you ready? Everybody? Episode? Ready. Yay. Here we go. Without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you Elliot Peck.
Hi, I'm Aaron. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> it's not that formal. Okay, no. Well, okay. Since now, okay. Kind of now you can say whatever you're going to say, Apple. Elliot, thank you for joining us today. This has been a long time coming. Um, you've been on our hit list for years. We've, talk, we've talked to a lot of your friends and bandmates and everything. And mm. this is also a special one for Mel- Melanie has been wanting you on for a while because yeah. you, she's always like, we need stronger women. On the yeah. show, well, just women, t- women, women, are, women are strong regardless. But regardless, right? exactly. <laughs> but you, you and I have that in common that we're always around guys all the time. <laughs> Lo- lots of guys all the time. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> and you literally carve and created such a beautiful space in that, and I'm really grateful as a, a fan, as a listener, observer of what you're doing, like it's it it feels so natural what you've done and i just i i really admire that so that's what i want to say first off and foremost thank you for that thank you that means a lot thanks man i appreciate that yeah yeah and you know going back i mean i can't remember the first time we saw you play but Mm -hmm. i think the most memorable was actually 2018 crystal Crystal ballroom Ballroom. oh Right on. Yeah, that was, gosh, that was one of my favorite shows, actually. Was it? Why, why um, yeah. did it stand out to you? You know, um, I had played a lot with Phil and Phil Lesh and the uh, Terrapin Family Band, Phil Lesh and Friends, um, at different incarnations of that group at Terrapin for many years, you know, kind of since 2012. Um, but that was one of the first shows that I was, like, invited to go on the road with the band uh, and perform outside of... California and you know really was like you know kind of my my first opportunity to be really welcomed into the the road side of 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 the Phil Esch you know um organization and uh yeah it felt really cool it felt really exciting to to be you know invited to go um it just felt like a you know kind of a solidification Mm -hmm. of, of being a member of that that tribe and it was very cool um, and plus, uh, the people of Portland, my goodness, like <laughs> we just felt the most incredible love and open arm welcome that those two shows at the Crystal Ballroom. So I'm so um, glad you felt that because, mm-hmm. you know, the second you opened your mouth and let that voice through, it was it was something to we, were mm. we were mesmerized. We were mesmerized. And like, Aww. it took all of us by surprise. I just like kind of looked over at the guys and like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> we were all like mouth open, like kind of just like, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. This is yeah, happening. Like a lot of times, you know, you're kind of closing your eyes and grooving, doing your own thing. Yeah. That was not a yeah. time to have your eyes closing and groove. It was mm-hmm. a time to pay Aww. attention. And like, it just, yeah, like I said, it was, it was just um unexpected in such a great way you know like somebody cool. gives you the best surprise and you're like what and that's what it <laughs> felt like because we're just you know we're, of course we're excited to go to the show and everything but then yeah to behold what happened and gosh that couldn't have been a better thing for them to invite you especially here you. you know yeah yeah, we, yeah it did, it, I, I recall when we saw that too afterwards like talking we were i mean because obviously you're up there with a lot of powerful musicians and men mm-hmm. and everything. And mm-hmm. we were like, she blew him away. Yeah, she took, she took <laughs> him out. We were like, man, she stood her ground and <laughs> what, like above and beyond. 
Oh, thank you so much. I mean, yeah, that was a that was a, again a huge honor to be there. Um, amazing to be to to get to do that in Portland. And um, you know, it was so funny. I'll never forget this. I I left the venue, and uh, we were staying like right across the street or something. And I'm I'm walking from the venue, um, back to my hotel. And I walk by this like outdoor. I don't know, folks just having some beers. You know, like a little restaurant or bar or something. And everybody in the place stood up and started clapping. Yeah. Oh, and I was like, wow. I was like, brought to tears, literally. I mean, it happened. was so moving. It was just like, they'd all been at the show, you know, and they were, right. they were yeah. getting their after drink. And I just, yeah, it was just cool. Like Portland is, is such a great, you know, place to play music and people really do appreciate appreciate what we do and that yeah. feels so nice and so welcoming we so yeah what a great time same experience like we moved up here from vegas five, culture on, culture shock going on five years ago <laughs> yeah and going to a show here like you know in vegas we had the brooklyn bowl and mm -hmm. all the big venues there and like people would get tickets from their host from the casino and they you know i, I remember being at a couple of film friends show there like people are like who's playing tonight and <laughs> okay, whatever. But then when you came, when we came up here, it was a completely different vibe. And right. it, it's exactly what you're talking about. It was very family. And yeah. like and and yeah. the the energy was very thick. And mm -hmm. it was like, wow, okay, I'm we made a good choice. And yes, do yes. You, do you when you're out on the road mm -hmm. and you're playing night to night, do you mm -hmm. Do you get a sense of that? Like when you go from city to city that the energy and the people and the vibe is different from room to room and like some cities have it and some don't? Absolutely. I mean, I, you know, I think every, every city has its, uh, you know, they have their music fans, which is, which is cool. And it's always great to see people come out. But like you're saying, I mean, there are definitely pockets where you'll get there and you just feel a different level, right? Mm -hmm. You just sure. feel a different um, attentiveness to the music, appreciation for the music. Um, you know, people that are really there just is feeding their soul, you know, as yes. opposed to I'm just going to go out and have some drinks tonight, hang with my friends, right. you know, dance a little bit. Um, that's all great, too. Obviously. Of course. Oh, I yeah. love that, yeah. too. We love <laughs> Yeah, of course. We all do. Right. That's our, you know, that, that, that's how you let loose. But um, but it is really fun and really special when you when you reach those um, particular towns or particular rooms, you know, that have um, just a, a history to them. Or, um, yeah, just a, a vibe or a feeling, um, you know, it, it makes you as a performer work harder. It makes you, you know, want to want to really, you know, put everything out there for the people that have been there that night. And it, and it feels really good. It's really satisfying, um, you know, when people are, are truly paying attention and yeah. and digging in. So, yeah, absolutely. I and Portland, gonna... I, again, Portland is one of those places. <laughs> I would, uh, you know, I've done uh, some stuff with Phil there. We've done the Oregon Country Fair. We love that. Um, been up there and toured with um, my band Midnight North. And we've opened for the String Dusters and had, mm -hmm. again, like just a warm welcome and, uh, you know, met new fans. And so every every time in the Pacific North Northwest, we've had some really uh, really strong experiences. So yeah. So I can't wait to get back. Yeah. yeah. We can't wait for oh. you to come back, you know, having yeah, know. all that kind of taken away for what is it? 15 months or 14 months or mm -hmm. whatever. I try to not keep track. Yeah, it's been a long <laughs> for time. For a while. Um, been a while. 
you know, how are you doing? You doing okay? Thanks for asking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm doing okay. Um, you know, I, to, in all honesty, the first, I would say the first three months of, you know, kind of forced, uh, forced shutdown and forced being stay, you know, staying at home, um, in some little bit of a way, it was, a it was kind of almost a needed breather. Um, I'd been hitting the road really hard, um, you know, in, in different, different acts, different bands, uh, with Phil and, uh, with Midnight North. Um, I put out a solo record in 2000, uh, 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, so I toured a little bit with that. Um, I, you know, all kinds of different projects, read Jenna and friends I've done, you know, was just really picking up all kinds of different, uh, opportunities, you know, wherever they, wherever they presented themselves, which was great. But, uh, at the same time, I, you know, I kind of realized I'd been running myself a little ragged and also not had the time to be home writing and, you know, uh, working on new music as much as I would have liked to. So, uh, you know, a little bit of a break was, was okay for for a few months. (laughs) And, um, you know, also a renewed appreciation for, for what we do live, you know, sometimes it can be incredibly taxing and exhausting. And so, you know, just to have that gone for, for a bit was, uh, really, you know, makes you appreciate what you do, what you do have. Um, you know, and then, you know, as things started to come back, we, we also pulled a lot of new creative ways of making music together. Um, the Terrapin family band was doing all kinds of different videos where we would, you know, video and record ourselves at home. And Graham, uh, Lesh was doing all kinds of video editing that he'd learned and put that together. So we'd have stuff to, to present to people stuff to get out there. Um, our band midnight North had just finished recording, uh, basically our entire new studio record and, you know, couldn't go out and tour <laughs> oh, and man. couldn't out and perform that. <laughs> so, you know, we were again, scra- like scratching our heads, like, okay, how do we pull together a video for this? And we're all in different parts of the country. And, um, so, you know, it, it really did push you to be creative in different ways. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I learned to set up a home recording studio and record my own vocals, like something I'd never thought I would do. Uh, but I'm certainly glad to have those skills now and, and have learned a lot from that. Um, yeah. So, you know, it, it's, uh, it's been a learning, it's been challenging, but a learning experience. And, you know, now that things are starting to come back, it's feeling like, I don't know, like we're ready, like the gates are open and we're ready to just get out there and yeah. like go as hard as Heck we can. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so do you think that you'll incorporate some of that stuff going forward still? Like, um, you know, clearly not just stay on the road, but like, you know, kind of take some time out, be a little mm, bit more creative yeah. with your craft and still, you know, kind of go out and do your thing. Yeah, you know, that's the tricky thing about the music business is that, uh, you know, most of artists' income is from playing live shows, and there's not a lot of uh, support in other, you know, areas. I mean, there's merchandise, and and, uh, there's a little bit from recorded music, but not very much. So, you know, to be out, to to, to say this is how I'm going to make my living, you really do need to spend the bulk of your time uh, working pretty hard at, you know, being a live performer. Um, but yes, you know, not all this is lost on us for sure. I mean, I definitely feel like I've, uh, kind of, you know, thought about narrowing my focus and, you know, what are the tours that, that, that actually, you know, bring me joy and, you know, push me as a, as a musician and are worth my time, um, and prioritizing those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. Um, because it can be, you know, it can be a little bit of a hustle and a, go, go, go (laughs) situation. So, 
being more strategic about that and, um, you know, considerate of yourself. Like, you know, how long can I sustain this kind of work? Sure. Um, mm-hmm. What do I need to be able to be healthy and mentally, physically, um, you know, and, and get along with my bandmates and all of those things. So it's been good. I mean, we've had, you know, we've had good conversations about all those pieces and, um, hopefully that will translate into how we operate. <laughs> so Elliot, how do you like, you know, prior, of course, how, how did you like stay healthy enough to kind of keep going road to road to road show after show after show? Like, clearly it's hard to, you know, like juice or like Mm -hmm. eat organic (laughs) or whatever, like how, like, and even just exercise, you know, cause you're like belting it out late shows, you're exhausted, you're rehearsing. Like what were some of the things that you were able to kind of maintain for yourself during those times? Yeah. Great question. You know, I think this is something that all live musicians uh, struggle with. I ask it a lot because it's it's an interesting piece. It's It's a huge challenge. And, you know, personally, I don't feel very well if I haven't exercised in a few days. And um, particularly like the food quality on the road is really, really challenging. Um, You know, there's just parts of the country where I would consider it a food desert. You know, there's nothing out there but but fast food restaurants and, um, you know, that it, it just poses a lot of challenges. So, you know, we, we do our best. We, um, <laughs> our last tour, we tried to, uh, actually look at routes and like figure out where we had to go to get passed through like a whole foods or a health <laughs> yeah. food store yeah. on the way to different <laughs> venues. Um, yeah, we, we just, you know, I, and I think the thing I've learned most is just to be really vocal about it and to be, um, advocate you know, for yourself. make me, yeah, yeah. You really have to advocate and, and make your needs known because, you know, you're in a, in a, in a van with five dudes and they all think that in and out burger is a great solution for dinner. I know <laughs> Elliot, I'm asking you cause it's kind of, I'm kind of like, it's a personal question. So you're, you know, like yeah, everybody's like, yeah, let's have pizza, hard. meatball subs. Yeah. And he's like, well, I kind of wanted a salad. I need to eat something green this week. You know, I know it's, it can be really hard. Honestly, that's the hardest part about yeah. tour for me. Um, and, and then, you know, you've get, you get this like window of time where the show ends and then the, you know, that you have to be on the road the next morning and, and every night's different, but you know, there's some nights where it's like, okay, we have to drive after the show. There's some nights where we, you know, get up early cause we have to drive in the morning. Um, and so you have to like budget everything. It's like, okay, do I want eight hours of sleep or do I want seven hours of sleep and an hour of exercise? Or do I want to like oh get a healthy gosh. breakfast or do I want to cook something, you know? So it's yeah. like all those little puzzle pieces. It's very, very tricky. Um, I will say like, the, I think the, the best way to do it if you don't have a tour bus, which, you know, when I'm not touring with Phil, we're in our sprinter van. Um, if you're not in a tour bus, uh, I really feel like two weeks is about the max where you can go out and feel pretty good and uh, not, you know, not yeah. start. Not succumb to the road. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so therefore, I've booked a three week tour, tour, of course, in June. Yeah. With the <laughs> Push in the envelope. Yeah. And, uh, and then I'm week. going on a week, a week tour after that with uh, Tim Carbone and uh, Pat Ferguson. And, I saw so, that. you know, it's That's like, awesome. it's great. It's great. It's all great. And I think, you know, we're, we're excited because things are opening up. But uh moving forward I feel like that is one thing I'm going to be a little bit better about is saying let's keep it to like two weeks or you know and or and if so how do we do it where we're taking care of ourselves and making the drives a little less long and you know all those 
all those pieces. It's yeah. all tricky. It's it like is, a puzzle. It, I think. It's tricky to, enough when you're sitting home in your own home yeah. to make good choices yes. and, and find time Shit. for exercise and your totally. creative process. And so um, that is just, I mean, yeah, like what you're saying, it, it's always hard. But it's, to a to is. a person that we've spoken to, every single artist that we've talked to has kind of mm-hmm. kind of had the same experience as you were like, yeah, okay, cool. It was cool for a break for a while. And then it was like this time to really figure out what you're about because Mm, and and we went through it too like i didn't know what the hell we were going to do like we have a live music podcast that there is no live music what do we do what do we do and like you know doing this what we're doing right now we didn't used to do zoom calls like this came out of the pandemic and like our studio came out of it and it's good stuff and then also i feel like for whatever reason i mean i guess it makes sense because the there was this pandemic and disease everywhere and it still is, but like everybody really started focusing on at least that we've been talking to getting healthy and like mm. paying attention to their bodies a lot more mm. and, and, and uh, mental health too. And mental health. The, yeah. Been the biggest, cause it's always such a taboo, you know, mm. well, yeah. I, I would say maybe like, even three years back, it really wasn't yeah. spoken of that often. When Neil passed is when it really started becoming a conversation in our circles yeah. of like yeah. mental health. And, <clears throat> right. and that can mean so many things too. It's just like even just strictly keeping yourself happy and joyful mm. like that is sometimes a challenge or keeping yourself totally. from being negative or embracing the fact that you're not feeling happy or ne- you know or mm. you are feeling negative like mm-hmm. always trying to push things out or or not make it seem as bad as it is and that is a really hard thing to keep up for a long time mm. mm-hmm. you know Agreed. absolutely especially if you're running yourself ragged to mm-hmm. the boot. so I, I i think that what my point was is that we all have this like renewed sense of appreciation for everything. Uh, for everything. And, but, but like, yeah. but the, <laughs> f- as a music fan, like it's a privilege to get to go to a show and I never yeah. looked at it like yeah. that. And, and, right. and also like getting to spend time together, all of us, like the bands, the crowd, mm. the community, seeing the same people at the same shows from place to place. Like if you're doing tour or whatever going, Mm -hmm. that's really special. That's a really amazing, cool thing that we get to do. And like, I don't know for you coming up in the, in this scene has, have you always looked at it like that? Or like, was that something that kind of grew out of it? Yeah, I think, you know, I think, um, I think like you're saying, I think there's been a a renewed appreciation for, for just about every aspect of what we do. Um, I think the thing that hit me hardest was, you know, like you're saying, just that, that lack of community, lack of being together, uh, whether that's with the fans or whether that's with your bandmates. Um, but I can't tell you like what a craving that was to, Mm -hmm. to not only, you know, play music together collaboratively in the same room, and how much we missed that. Um, but then to also do that with, uh, with a live audience with Mm. that, that energy, you know, it's just, it's just give and take and you can't do it without each other. You know, we're all there experiencing the same thing. Um, 
in different ways, but you know, we're all feeding into this, this, uh, this emotion or this, this energy that, that we're all experiencing. So I, I, I feel like that struck me more than anything. Um, you know, just the power, the power of being together and, mm. uh, and how much what we do relies on that, right? Not yeah. just yeah. writing a song in your room is great, you know, and, and recording it and putting it on the internet. That's a wonderful thing to do. Um, but when you do that and when you, when you do that with people, you know, it, it just amplifies, it multiplies, it multiplies you know, exponentially. Um, I think one thing that struck me most getting back together with people after being separate and not playing music was the power of singing together. I mean, mm. while all of music, obviously playing together was missed and was important, but the, the power of human voices singing together to me was the one thing that I especially missed and felt so much gratitude for when I was able to do again. Um, singing harmony is one mm. thing that I love probably more than anything. I, I love the sound of people's voices locked in, you know, knowing their parts and really creating this chord or this, um, sound together that you couldn't be done with just one of you. Right. Mm -mm. Um, and, and that's really a prevalent feature of both, uh, the Phil and friends stuff I've done, Phil and the Terrapin family band, as well as my original band Midnight Norris. Uh, we, we all prioritize and value that very, very much. And so, you know, finally getting back on stage with our our colleagues and and being able to sing together, I don't know. That's it's just some stuff that comes from heaven, you know. Totally. <laughs> like, yeah. Do you remember oh, the first show back? Like, what what was your first show back from? You know, like where you had an audience and you had your band and. Yeah, let's see. I mean, I went back to Terrapin. Uh, in we we did a, a small run of shows. I believe it was November. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we did, uh, we did two Midnight North shows and we did, uh, a few Phyllis and, you know, der- various configurations. Yeah. Uh, one was Stu Allen. We had one with, um, Scott Law and then, um, yeah. So those are probably like our, uh, my first, like, you know, bigger shows, I guess, back with like a, an actual full audience and, um, yeah, just, you, you know, I, I, again, like the, the, the one thing I noticed beyond the singing was like people's faces the joy mm. and the 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 emotion and like people had tears coming down their face just you know and i i didn't realize like how powerful that was um any i remember even you know popping into a show at, at terrapin coming back and just hearing it for myself like from the audience and it, it was like a wave of of sound coming over you and it was so beautiful and you know i just i think there's it's just something we we really never need to take for granted again. Right. No. It's so, so powerful and so, so human. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, you were not sitting around being bored during this. You, you're an extremely busy human being. And so just like what, five days ago you finished recording a solo album. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say finished, but I, I did, uh, yeah, I did do a week of recording. Um, I have a, a great friend that lives a, a, in the Jersey area, and I, I was able to go out to his studio for a few days and just put down some, you know, raw, like, <laughs> ideas that I had kind of developed as I'd been home for a few year, few months writing. Uh, so that felt really nice. Uh-huh. And uh, 
speaking of our friend Neil Casal, I was actually able to to play one of his uh, guitars on the recording, which felt wow. incredibly special for me and a uh, very beautiful experience um, getting to do that. So yes, uh, busy, busy. It, it continues. I know. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to well, take a break, but I'm going to still stay busy. <laughs> congratulations too on Midnight North signing with Americana oh, Vibes. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. We are incredibly proud of uh, this record that's going to be out July 23rd. And uh, we are also incredibly excited to be now on a new record label uh, called Americana Vibes and working with our dear friends, the infamous string dusters uh, as they're part of the label as well. And, you know, we, it's like a, like a family, right? You're you're just, you know, feels, I, I say this a lot, you know, because in the music business, there's like, you know, there's sides of it where it feels like a competition in some ways and people are, you know, edging for those spots. There's only like, a, you know, a, a handful of venues that are open on Friday night and everybody's trying to get, you know, their band booked in that spot. And, and sometimes it can feel a little like competitive and well, why are they getting to play there? And we're not getting to play. Why did they <laughs> get on the festival? And we didn't get asked, you know, so there's a little bit of that that goes on. Um, but, you know, with, with, with this situation, with Americana Vibes and with the String Dusters, it, it just feels like, you know, we're all there to help each other. We're all going to support each other. And it feels really uh, collaborative and really um, just warm and welcoming uh, kind of carries over that same vibe that we have going on at Terrapin. And it's really cool to be part of a mm. scene like that. They're, they're going to yeah. be the String Dusters are going to be our first show back. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Where are you going to see them? At Horning's Hideout. Hideout. They're, they're doing, nice. yeah, it, they're doing nice. like a park, uh, drive-in thing. They built a stage on oh, one cool. of the fields and like, so we're, that's going to be, it's going to be a bluegrass awesome. welcome back. We yeah. work, one week is gr- green sky, bluegrass oh. there, a drive-in show out in the fields. And then the next week nice. is the string dusters and yonder, and yonder yeah. playing and together. Yonder. Fabulous. I, fabulous. I wanted to well. ask you about the Americana vibes. Like, I mean, I, I know what it means when a band gets signed to a record label, but Mm-hmm. What does that mean for for Midnight North? Like, okay, you signed with Americana Vibes, great. What what happens different for you because of that? Yeah, great question. I mean, every uh, every label's different, you know, and and you have labels that range from you know major industry uh, at the top to small independent, you know, uh, folks, all different walks of life and all different genre. Um, for us and for this record deal, uh, what this means is that we uh, kind of, you know, enter into a partnership with uh, these folks that have um, are, are not like have not been around a very long time, but they have a lot of experience in the industry. So, um, uh, you know, like the folks that started a bit have, you know, been working with other artists and, and they're based in L.A. and they have a lot of different connections and relationships with people um, from all different parts of the industry, not just the live music, uh, which, you know, we feel like is probably our most uh, or our comfort zone, I would say. Um, But they, you know, they, they tap into like licensing and movies and television and, you know, there's so much content uh, put being put out, um, you know, visually that uh, they need all this audio to pair with that. And, you know, we would love to be involved in that. We feel like a lot of our songs, particularly on this record, have a, you know, I mean, the the, the record's called It's Always a Story because each one of them are like 
short narratives or short stories about something. And I feel like, uh, you know, that's really what songwriting is to us is storytelling. And if we can get that song, you know, placed in the movie or somewhere that can reach people and make them feel something or help, uh, help a film, uh, film director tell their story better. Um, you know, what a great thing, what a yeah. great mm-hmm. pairing, right? Cause you know, the, the music is what brings so much emotion. So, uh, you know, so again, we're, we're, we don't know exactly what this means in the long run, but I think it's a, it's a great exploration. It's a great first step to, uh, to see, you know, if, if this is a good partnership for us and, we're really excited and we we have a lot of confidence in these folks that, you know, they're going to help us be heard by more people. Yeah. Um, and I think that's like really the goal for any musician is, you know, you work really hard on, on your music and you put so much of your heart and yourself and your time and your own money and everything <laughs> that you have into this. You invest, invest, invest. And all, you know, you, we're not looking for big paychecks we're not looking for all that what we want is we want people to hear it and we want to reach people and we want to make them feel something and you know if we can do that like that's the goal so um yeah we'll see we'll just see what happens you know there i think they're going to be a great uh hand in helping us out and helping us get out there um you know and 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 we trust our our colleagues the string dusters tremendously we kind of have always looked to them as like the gold standard of what we want our, how our, our band should operate in the yes. industry because, um, they are so professional, so mm-hmm. organized and not to mention just some of the greatest humans, you know, kind and thoughtful and respectful. Um, and, you know, we did midnight North has toured with the string dusters twice and every single show on that tour, you know, we're the opening band, you know, they don't even need to talk to us if they don't want to, <laughs> but every, Every single night, you know, they invited Graham and I out on stage with them to do a song. Mm. And, you know, they sat in with our band endless amount of times. And, you know, they're just willing to give back and help a smaller artist grow. Mm. And I think that's really what it's all that's about, so you know. Dope. As we get, we had the pleasure of uh of interviewing at String Northwest String Summit what, 2018. <laughs> Was it 2018 or 19? I, I don't know. The years Timeline, all yeah. <laughs> anyway, Andy. Uh, the Dobro player. Came, came to yeah. our came to our Andy date. Hall. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Andy Hall. We were just blown uh-huh. away because we didn't, you know, we're this is years ago. We were just kind of fresh still on one of our first few festivals. <laughs> and he was such a gentleman. It was such an impact. such a good heart. He, mm-hmm. like, he mm-hmm. came and found us in our camp. He came to our camp. Showed up like a little early. He was like, "I heard you guys were over here. I hope you don't mind." He came and joined us in our camp, Aww. and we just sat there in camp and interviewed him. And he was just, the, I mean, just a sweetheart of a guy. Mm-hmm. He I, is. So I see, we totally understand where you're coming from. With yeah, yeah, right. They're yeah. just exceptional people, mm-hmm. and that's so cool because it makes you want to support them even more. Oh yeah, totally. You know? yeah. yeah, that's what kind of what what we found through doing the show was not only do we love the music already, that's why we kind of reach out, but Mm -hmm. after speaking with the individual such as yourself, Andy, like whoever else we get on the show, it's like we're rooting for you as a human being (laughs) now. It's like, gosh, yes, I want to get her record out. I want everyone to know about Elliot because if she can make that, make me feel like, you know, Mm. I'm at church or if she can like... (sighs) 
open my heart chakra just by singing a note. I know that there's other people out there that can appreciate that. And so, I mean, we become like the people that want to like push you out, like the Americana vibes. Like, let's, let's (laughs) come on, let's Mm -hmm. hear it. Yeah. Yeah. No, you guys become the ambassadors of the music. It's really, really cool. And uh, we, you know, we appreciate that it takes, it takes all of us to do that. Like, you know, and especially like the musicians that are in it day to day, we're traveling, we're writing, we're working on our, our music, you know, and, and yes, we fill all those other roles of promotion and (laughs) doing our social media and doing interviews and all that. But um, yeah, but really it's the people, it's the, it's the fans, it's the, it's the radio folks, it's podcasts, it's word of mouth. Um, you know, that's really where, where the success starts to bubble up and grow. And, uh, you know, that's, we, we tremendously appreciate what you all are doing Aww. and getting, and getting thank the word out for that's, us. That's it's, really it's, sweet. Uh, it's incredibly helpful. So yeah. thank you. And well, it's like, it's like, like you said, opening, opening up for string dusters and stuff. It's like, it's how <laughs> we feel. It's, it's like, we're the open opening band you don't even need to talk to us <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah. i mean another one, of, one a wonderful interview we had with graham yeah, it, oh, it, it yes, was, yes, we had such a That's good right. time with him and then to like get feedback he, he was like man that was so enjoyable we hear from the artists that just makes your heart swell yeah and like makes you guys totally. feel makes us all feel connected like family friends we're yeah. rooting each other on even more well and that's that's okay. the thing awesome. too that like the music scene I, specifically the grateful dead family music scene at least for me like it did so much when i was a kid for me like Mm. that 18 year old kid going to that first show that was a big deal it changed everything and and being part of the scene and like growing up with it and seeing where it's at now having the opportunity to like in some way participate but not even that but like Mm. to give something back to the thing that gave me Mm. so much (laughs) it's like for me it's like it's seva it's it's service it's like yeah i can i can finally give back to that thing that like changed my whole world and and a little more than just buying a ticket yeah and it's that much sweeter Mm. too because we're making friends along the way and that's just like oh shit i like I can't even well, that, that getting it back to another moment we had because we I mean everybody loves Terrapin. We mm-hmm. had the honor of doing an interview on yeah. stage in, in the, the bar, bar with our friend oh, with our fun. friends the Higgs. And you want to yeah. talk about and me and Aaron were like like, like little girls. you know it's like oh my gosh we've been here and seen bands and we actually get a you know we watched Graham Uh in the bar we watched Phil in the great room we've watched so many people there and then we got to be on the stage it was like we were we were giddy it was hard to kind of keep it together and then got up there and got it done and it's kind of a blur yeah because it, it was like, oh, my gosh, people are listening and watching. <laughs> and that is that is just such, I mean, you get so many people, like, in the industry and everything that are in there and the crowd and your regulars. It was it was just the feeling of Terrapin is so magical, oh. what Phil yeah, has created there. It is amazing. Is, it is. Is there anywhere for you that you've gotten up on stage and you're like, holy shit, where am I at right now? Like, this, <laughs> this is too much. Pinch me moments. Yeah, um, <laughs> totally. Yeah, I've had a couple. Um, 
you know, I, I, I refer to this as like my best day ever. It was, uh, <laughs> it was, it was 20, gosh, I think it was 2019 this summer. Uh, it was the summer. Phil just decided he wanted to do all the festivals. It was really great. He was just like, let's go out, let's do it. Terrapin family band. We're going to rock, you know, we did Pecathon, we did Oregon Country Fair, mm. uh, we did uh, Newport, we did Floyd Fest. I mean, it just went on and on and on. I, you know, just the, the list at the end of the summer was incredible. But there was one in particular where, um, yeah, we played Newport Folk Festival, which to me is uh, kind of the cream of the crop in festivals. It's it's like you know the in the Americana world anyway, in the songwriter world, it's uh yeah like all my favorites are, are are up on that stage all the time, and that's also the stage where Bob Dylan went electric for the first time. So oh, it's a shit. iconic okay. place okay. Um, and incredible history. And I got to perform uh, that afternoon at like you know, the headlining set with Phil and friends Aww. and uh, the, the Terrapin family band. And some of the friends included uh, Ben Montench from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Oh. Uh, and uh, not to mention Cheryl Crow. Oh, my wow. gosh. Oh, Another powerful and, woman. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I've been a fan of her since I was a 14 year old girl in my bedroom. And, she, you know, she walks on stage and walks up to me and gives me a hug and says, you're terrific. Oh, and, wow. my gosh. And, that is a you know, yeah. <laughs> it was just like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Right. I mean, Whoa. so I, yeah, because of, you know, the, because of the Terrapin magic, I've been able to be transported to some really phenomenal places. <laughs> I have to obviously quick mention Red Rocks as well. Cause that was another, you know, lifetime bucket list type place and to get to play there, uh, not once, but twice was, um, you know, quite a, wow. quite a special, special thing in my life and something I don't, take uh take for granted so. <laughs> that, that comes up a lot red rocks is a magical place that comes up a mm. lot when mm -hmm. people mention places where they've gotten goosebumps and i'm sure Ellie, it's, I um, you know i real quick i i had to tell you that i you know i didn't really know too much about I, obviously you know i've heard of, of red rocks i've seen shows there you know known about the history of the, the rock and roll side of things but when i was there um for the first time and I was standing on stage kind of just looking around at the boulders and the, and, and, you know, the literal red rocks that are above our head. Uh, Phil kind of pulled me aside and he's like, well, you know, this was, this was a native American amphitheater, you know, dating back, you know, many, many years where, where they held ceremonies and um, you know, like someone could be on that stage and because of the natural acoustics of the place, uh, warriors could stand along the top on the rocks and like watch and listen and be able to hear. And man, that just, Oh, that just oh <laughs> kind of put me over the edge there. Just thinking about, you know, not only rock and roll history, but human history and how, how beautiful that is that, that Phil knew that information. I thought that was fantastic that he, he, uh, you know, valued that, that piece of information and then also shared it with us. It was pretty cool. You know, I've, heard that said before about that place and i think about like you know rock and it has like silica in it and silica is the thing that makes up crystals and like crystals store energy right so that mm -hmm. place is like a giant memory farm mm. that stores yeah. the energetic memory of all of the stuff that has happened and and that's why if you, when you go there, if you're in the right headspace and, mm. you know, on the right night,
What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. I've I've heard people like having visions, seeing st- like native native stuff, mm-hmm. and like going other places and seeing stuff. So I I can't yeah. even imagine standing on that stage and like hearing your own voice being projected out <laughs> through the system through those rocks like whoa I, yeah whoa yeah, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, that's Elliot, pretty much the, the word for it <laughs> where where did did the journey start for you with singing like how did that become a thing and and you know yeah. how did that happen um i've just always loved music since I was a, a young, young kid. Um, my, you know, the inspiration really came from my family. My grandmother was an incredible piano, organ player, um, and singer. And, uh, and she used to also sing harmony really well, which tuned me into that at a very young age. Uh, she had a, like a duet partner, this woman uh, oh, wow. that would come over to her house and they would rehearse and I'd hear them singing together. And I, immediately just fell in love with that just the idea that you could sing these two different completely different parts and they work together and so I I really like just kind of glommed onto that and tried to learn as much as I could about harmony singing um, at a young age and I think helped really develop my ear for it Um, you know and then I took obviously lots of piano and and music courses all through school I kind of joined anything I could choirs musicals like anything I could (laughs) get into um it made school like a I don't know kind of bearable for me Mm -hmm. (laughs) was to have those those music programs um really got me through and got me you know motivated to go um and then yeah high school you know I started my my dad bought me a guitar and that that opened up a whole new set of you know experiences because on the guitar I was able to to learn you know more like rock and roll music and Mm -hmm. and start rep just learning and to replicate some of my favorite artists you know just learning Beatles songs and Pink Floyd Neil Young and Mm -hmm. you know just some of that stuff Um, my dad was a huge uh, you know 60s 70s rock uh, fan and and just had a great record collection so I used to you know kind of thumb through all of that stuff and started learning about you know the bands of the 70s and 60s and appreciating that as well um, really kind of fell in, in love with Crosby Stills and Nash and um, yeah I remember like picking up my first Grateful Dead rec- record in his <laughs> collection and being like what is this weird skeleton thing on the outside (laughs) being like quite drawn to that and uh, hearing Warf Rat of all things is what I remember putting on and uh, I don't know just loving it loving loving the songs and I guess I've just always been a real um, yeah like real sucker for songs and and beautiful melodies Um, if something has a great melody it can suck suck me in and you know make me want to hear it again and again and then really dig into lyrics and other things but melody is really what kind of pulls me and catches me first um yeah so I had just you know a a great upbringing even in college I was singing in 
uh, vocal ensemble and, and things like that. And then starting to experiment with, with bands and, you know, kind of doing projects outside of school that, uh, you know, led to, led to open mics and coffee houses mm-hmm. and, you know, little bar gigs. And then, um, yeah, eventually I, I moved out to San Francisco in 2005 and I, was uh you know working in a couple different groups out there but um met up and came across Graham in 2012 and we uh he had actually had a female singer in his band at the time and then she ended up going off to to pursue a different project and um yeah we started working together he loved that you know my my appreciation of harmony and I love that he loved that too and uh we both had like you know a handful of songs that we were excited about and um decided let's make a record <laughs> it's a, ma- wow. it's a magic combination we did that, uh, yeah we did that in 2012 with our bass player connor o'sullivan and we've had some different folks kind of in and out of the band since then but we've been like the core four of that group um since then and then you know miraculously at the exact same time we were forming as a band and, and getting our getting our start by playing clubs in San Francisco and that sort of thing. Uh, Terrapin opened very shortly after that. And then we had this incredible platform for playing and we uh, basically grabbed onto Sunday night because it was, you know, kind of a night that not a lot of people were going out. We could still like go on the road and do gigs and then come back and play Sunday night at Terrapin. And uh, it was great because it was an opportunity for us to try out new material, to workshop things, um, Terrapin's such a, a welcoming environment and they, you know, the whole idea is to experiment and not be perfect and try things out and have fun with it um, and develop your skill set. Um, and so, you know, I really feel like a lot of us developed as live music, you know, musicians in front of people, you know, not right. by just rehearsing at home, but by actually playing and playing with different groups every night and um, just being on stage all the time. And so, yeah, that's really where Jesus. it all kind of took, took off from. So you were always <laughs> like, like keen on performing. That was never anything for you. Cause you know, like some people, like they love music, they like to mm-hmm. play, but you know, that performance piece doesn't yeah. always go hand in hand. Was that something that oh, was totally, um, I don't know. According to my mother, I used to stand in front of my mirror and belt songs <laughs> on the record player when I was like two years old. And so she says, I've always, had a desire to do it for other people, not just myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think, uh, I think you're right. That is very, it is two very different skill sets. And uh, sometimes it can be kind of conflicting when, you know, you don't want to be a performer. And, you know, I went through definitely a period where I had some stage fright. And especially as I started jumping on stage with, you know, people that are bigger and, uh, you know, better and been around longer, you know, as, as you start doing, um, but you know, that's, that's where your growth opportunity lies. You can either shut down and be nervous and, you know, shy away from that, or you can just say, you know, yeah, I'm not quite as established as these guys, but they, Hey, they've invited, invited me here. So, you know, let me step up and do what I can do. And if people like it and you know, I get better than great. And that's, that's the goal. You're, you're talking to me as, as you're you're (laughs) saying this right now, like we, uh, we have, we're starting this other podcast with, um, John Modeski and Jeff, Jeff Firewalker Schmidt and of St. Disruption. Disruption. And, uh, they, you know, when they called us and, and told us the idea for the podcast, basically what it is, is like, 
uh, poets are going to write in to, to their mm. website and they're going to pick a poem once a month and then sonically paint the poem. And then we're going to cool. interview the poet with Medeski and, and Jeff. And awesome. I'm like, why the hell did they ask us? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they, they could have done this without us, man. And, or on their own. Or on their own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and having the opportunity before us is like, oh, shit. Like, getting up on stage with somebody that's more established and better and, like, been doing it yeah. longer. And, like, I totally hear what you're saying, though. Part of me wants to just be like, never mind. <laughs> you know, I don't have anything to say. I didn't mean it when I said I would do it, but right, right. But they invited us, and they did. Be, yeah. Being, I guess that's the that's how you stretch, and that's how you grow, and that's how you get better. Mm-hmm. And, and life gives you those opportunities, and yeah, stepping into them is the only option, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Because then, Agreed. what the fuck, man? You're gonna be ten years down the line and be like, I fucking blew it. I totally <laughs> yeah. missed my shot, man. And so, yeah, I get where you're coming Absolutely. from 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to pay attention to those moments because I think, you know, yes, that's that person tapping you on the shoulder, but that's also kind of like, you know, that's like the universe. That's your purpose. Yeah. Like somebody's saying, hey, you know, I recognize something in you that's special and I and I think you should keep doing that and I'd like to be part of your journey and do that with you. And that's a really cool thing, you know, when somebody does that and it reaches out that way. So yeah, yeah, I agree with you. You have to, you have to, um, you have to take those moments when they come and kind of leap into the fear a little bit because it, it always, pays back you know you always get oh, something yeah. back out kinda of it kind of reminds me of, of that Eminem lyric you only get one shot you know like <laughs> right in, in that song lose yourself but it's so true you know because so there's true. so many times where we where opportunity does knock and we sometimes don't recognize it mm-hmm. we we cower in our fear or we like oh, minimize it or we're like no not right now I'm busy with what mm-hmm. I've got but then really these opportunities they you'll get more but not that one Mm-mm. right and right, you like you right. said you owe it to yourself to figure out was this my one that was mm-hmm. going to change everything or is this my one and if you don't do it it definitely won't be Mm-mm. exactly right right yeah. and, you, and you know I, I feel like you learn something every time you put yourself out there a little bit you know mm-hmm. um whether it's completely uncomfortable or not you know you're always going to take a little something back from that uh, whether it's a performance or a show that y'all do um you know each time you 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 do you you learn how to hone your craft or whatever you're doing a little bit better um because you get some feedback and that's really important that you you know continue to seek out those experiences have you had any like um of course, I know you have had many, you know, male mentors, but any like female mentors or things, women that have helped you like, you know, either like figure out who you were or, or help you to the next level or bring that, you know, out something out in you that maybe you didn't realize you had? Mm, that's a great question. Um, you know, uh, there's something I've been a part of for the last couple of years um, called IGE, uh, which just stands for in a, in a given um, and they are a, a nonprofit group that brings musicians together. We often do these uh, overseas trips uh, for like a week for people that are interested in going. And uh, Matt Butler and um, 
uh, and Michael Becker, who mm-hmm. is uh, are kind of the, the funder, you know, organizers and funders of the, of the program, uh, really do a great job of, of reaching out to, you know, a, like a diverse group of people and, and really do a great job of including women in this group. And that's been one of, um, I don't know, one of the first times where I've ever really gotten a chance to, to work with uh, multiple female artists and not just, you know, female artists, but people that are like actually doing this full time on the road yeah. as a living, you know, because it does, it is different for women. I, I do believe that. And, you know, especially women that have other responsibilities like families or, or, um, you know, just other things going on. It, it just looks a little different. And so it's really been, hugely inspirational to get to work with uh some of the women on this trip and and uh some of the i guess yeah some of the women i've I've really you know enjoyed working with or have learned a lot from uh on those in this particular group is uh nikki bloom Mm -hmm. um and holly bowling Mm -hmm. um and uh natalie cressman from uh the um transnazio band and um I know there's a couple more I'm forgetting. Jen Hartsworth. Jen oh, Hartsworth yeah. is also part of that group. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's it's just been great to, like, have a uh, a female, like, collective. They yeah. – um, oh, sorry. I'm forgetting a couple more. Mimi Naja from uh, Fruition. <laughs> and uh, we did a fabulous show. So last, last year we went to Lisbon before the pandemic. Uh, we, we spent a week in Lisbon where we performed every night in different – amazing locations uh in throughout the city and uh they specifically created one show that was just featured the women and and it was it took place in this old uh historic church it was absolutely beautiful we had no amplification no microphones and we just got to you know sing and play acoustic instruments and it was absolutely phenomenal uh we called the band the church ladies of course so. <laughs> oh that's awesome <laughs> um but it was you know it was such a beautiful experience um getting to perform with with those strong powerful intelligent creative women and uh you know to again be lifting each other up and supporting each other um as opposed to it being you know competitive um so yeah yeah i have to, I have to say that's been a great experience for me that's so neat because you know humans just lifting each other up is an amazing thing but when guys do that with each other and then women with each other it is it's mm-hmm. it's different it's different it because is. you know male and female we just don't know how it is to be the opposite sex so when we're able to lift each other up this the same sex and be like wow you're amazing and maybe not even like teaching anything but just being around that is so inspirational in a, in a way that is unexplainable, you know, like when you have a, a group of like hardcore women that have your back and that are cheering you on and you guys are doing something together, like that right there to me, just, it like gives me goosebumps. It like makes me excited <laughs> to kind of like be a part of something like that. And that's awesome yeah. that you got to do that in a church. Wow. I know, right? In Europe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a pretty special experience. So yeah, I really have to have to credit those guys for thinking about, you know, making that a, a special feature and something that is really important and powerful for, for the performers, not just the, the audience members that, that attend the show. I have to say yeah. about wait, Matt Butler really quick because yeah. Matt Butler um 
he came over during the pandemic and we did an outside, um, you know, podcast. it was fantastic. And he had just released, um, um, I am powerful or I am strong with, with Oh, his, with all the with women, all the women. Singing. It, it was mm. like it, I, it affected me yeah, in such a way I, I can't even, I can't even like verbally. That, that blew my mind. I was so excited. I remember I, I saw it first and I was, <laughs> yeah. she was at work and I was like, I was waiting for her to go and told Aaron, I was like, she needs to see this. Came I was like, <laughs> Mel, hurry, you gotta watch this. She's like, chill out a man, and then watched it. I mean, He's, it is just. Yeah, what he does cool. in bringing people together, but then, like you said, yes. like bringing these women together and, the, and, and just the concept of everything and the collaboration, it was, it was a special soul opening, like third eye opening experience. Sure. Did, have you sure. seen that? Do you know what I'm talking I have, about? I actually don't. We, no, we're going to send it to you. We're going to send it to you because you I you would, really need to see that. I would love yeah, that, and I, I love and appreciate all of Matt's work. So I would be, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm sorry I haven't seen it already, but the, please pass it along. Yes. The IG well, I was going to before I forget. I was going to ask that where you're talking about all of you singing in the church is, is mm-hmm. that out there available to listen to? I mean, because I search out your music, everybody's music all the mm. time. Yes. I've not heard of that. You know, I don't, I, I don't offhand know that's something I'll have to ask Matt about because okay. I know there have been people that, um, I know they did do some audio recordings, uh, of that week while we were in doing different perform different performances in Lisbon. Um, I'm not sure what, which shows were recorded yeah. and you know, how they're releasing that or if it's, you know, well, we can do that too. We'll bug, we'll bug Matt I'm not and sure. ask that, yeah, uh, ask Mr. Butler. I'm sure yeah, answer that, for you. <laughs> IGE is is on my bucket list for yeah. life. Awesome. Like I, awesome. That that whole thing is insane, and the, and the it, that and and the river river, tour, yeah. river tours that like mm. Ross does with. Oh yeah, Come I got on, to man. I got to do one of those. You last did? Year. How oh, was that? I did. That actually saved. That was like my saving grace in the pandemic. It was, um, you know, every show had canceled. It was like dominoes falling. You know, this festival's canceled. This right. is canceled. We watched our entire calendar just get wiped clean, <laughs> and the only thing that stayed on the calendar and that I kind of, you know had my hopes up for was was the river trip Uh, i did the 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 middle fork of the salmon river in idaho and i did that uh in uh this past august with uh tim bloom of the mother hips and and grant and graham lesh and jesse bardwell and we had an absolute blast it was so much fun and we performed every night for folks uh after days of rowing on the river and fly fishing and eating good food. It was, uh, it was a magical, it was, it actually, it's funny you mentioned that cause it kind of reminded me of the same, uh, experience in some ways that IGE, you know, provides yeah. with that real, just intimate, you know, opportunity to see music and gorgeous locations, uh, that you wouldn't have, you know, ordinarily been able to do. Um, but yeah, really, really fast, awesome. fascinating. Congratulations trip. for being able to get to do that in the middle Thank of you. everything. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Oh, so phenomenal. before we go, I got to ask, like, you know, the similarity between Mel and you, like she's surrounded, there's another two other, well, we, I live in a house with four guys four and even the okay. dog, even the, the dog is male. Is male. Yeah, five dudes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a big baby. Like he's like a almost, yeah, he's like a, maybe one. Yeah, we're all, big, we're all big babies. Yeah. <laughs> she, knows, she knows this, <laughs> but my I, Mel's the mom of the house. Like 
no two ways about it. Like she'll put us all in line. She'll mm-hmm. tell us when we're doing stupid shit. She, you know, <laughs> just, do you have to play that role in the tour van with Midnight North? Mm, no, I, oh, I, I, uh, I, I have to say, I don't, I don't like to play the role of, of like, you know, the mom or keeping people in line. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I honestly, I really feel like, you know, Graham takes on the role of kind of keeping us all together and he's just an amazing band leader. Wow. He really is. He, he steps up. He, I mean, he does everything for us from booking the little details of tour to, you know, kind of keeping band morale together to the musical direction. I mean, he really does so much. Um, and so, you know, I lean on him a lot for, for that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, I definitely bring a, um, a different voice to, to that role. I mean, I, I, I speak my piece <laughs> when I feel like I need to and, um, you know, but we have a really great uh, dynamic and, you know, he's, he's just like the best musical partner I could ever Aww. ask for. Um, you know, because he, he does, he, and I think he knows I don't want to take on that, you know, the role of kind of like keeping those guys in line. And, and, and so, uh, it's not you know, your responsibility. He, he, he does that for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good it's for you. Oh, I don't have to, you know, but, it, um, it, that connection yeah. shows Elliot when the, your harmonies just, mm. that's, you can't do yeah. that with just everybody, man. Well, exactly. And, you know, and I think Graham and I realized that early on and it's like, you know, you're, you're, you're great. And, you know, he thinks I'm, I'm a great singer, but like when we work together, there's just, yeah, there's a power to that, that, that that I feel like is irreplaceable. Mm -hmm. And I feel very, very lucky that we've gotten to, uh, to work together all these years (laughs) and hopefully many, many, many more. (laughs) That's why what you, what you all do is, is powerful. It's not just like, good to listen to it's not just like cool lyrics or good music it's powerful because i can feel the respect and you know adoration that you have and it comes out of you guys it comes out of the music and Mm -hmm. it that's why i like that folk music and americana music is so special too because Mm -hmm. it, it has that like it's sweet and powerful and mm-hmm. like the story aspect, so it gets you thinking and kind of like reminiscing. And mm-hmm. I just, you know, I'm I'm very appreciative, and and I love what you're doing, and how how you know gracious you are with receiving compliments, and you know it, you you do know, like you know your your power, and that is something that not just everybody, but all women need to hear and mm-hmm. remember. Mm-hmm. You know, like Absolutely. taking it yeah, and thanks. owning it. Definitely. Thank you for saying that. I think that's important. Um, yeah, owning it and, you know, uh, not, not being able to f- be afraid to, you know, shine your light. Be your I think biggest people, self. People want it. They want to feel that. Heck yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Elliot. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for spending oh, time with you. us. Yeah. This was it so was super great. cool. And thanks well, for pushing it, so it back. Fun. For like, thanks for changing the schedule for us too. It was it was me. Oh, that anytime. Needed to. I told I told on you. <laughs> okay. I told okay. I told on you. And I, and no I was saying, and th- thank you so much. Congratulations on everything. You got a lot thank coming you. up. Um, also, I, I just had to add on a personal note. This is one I was very excited about when Aaron. Book, like I said, Aww. we've been just been planned for a while. The, the this is my birthday month. 
I'll be all oh. <laughs> at the end of the month. And I was like, Ellie, we got to talk to Elliot. Oh. That's like my, one of my birthday <laughs> presents. We just, Yay. we all admire you so much. And yeah. thank you for what you do. And oh, I have one last question. I'm sure you don't know, but I have to ask it anyway. Mm. I'm so excited that you're coming out the second solo album. And mm. we, we love you and everything you do with all the duets and everything. But that album you put out in 2018, to hear you like by yourself, do you, are we going to hear that this year or you probably don't even know yet yeah no i i think it's something i'd like to get out soon i mean I'm, I'm not sure i'm still toying with if it's going to be a an ep of like three or four you know great tunes or if i'm going to wait you know to, to yeah. develop more but um i kind of feel like just getting something out because it just feels timely and i think people are hungry for new music oh, right yeah. now so mm-hmm. uh yeah i i think if i end up going with the ep you should hopefully be hearing it by the end of this year yeah um, and we can't wait for yeah. you to be back in portland in whatever iteration yeah, whatever. you uh, come thing. back in so so yes. ready to come back there we miss you all so much uh-huh. and yes as as things are starting to swing back into full gear we yeah. will we definitely have portland in our <laughs> hopes in to get sights. to very quickly so. when uh when the solo album comes out or and yeah. when, when midnight north finally comes out with in july right yeah in july and yep when you're ready to come back on do Doors open anytime, Ellie. Oh, thank you. I yeah. appreciate that so much. Yeah, yeah. Y'all are such a pleasure to chat with. I can't believe an hour just went by like that. <laughs> we, yeah, we hate so, to keep uh, people longer than you know, like it does. It time flies, but just know that we we really you we you have a, a camp out here that's got your Aww. back and that loves you and it's sending you good vibes uh, vibes of gratitude and appreciation for everything that you've done. Well, thank you. That means the world. And uh, we, we hope to be able to give that all back to you guys very soon. So. Cool. Right on. Thanks, Elliot. We'll see you out there, okay? <laughs> all right. Take care. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Did you stumble?
intentions all centered on you. The bones of your failures are now dust on the road. You swore this was the last time you'd sell them to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. Features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Yeah, Elliot. Elliot. Yay, Elliot. <laughs> oh, that was super special. Yeah. I know mom and dad what are I, proud. I don't even have to ask. That's why I didn't. Usually I ask about parents. Yeah. I already know. If that was, you know, if that was my Sydney or whatever, I would just be crying every time I saw her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, t- t- for that period, mm-hmm. I've been proud of her. It's one thing I love about her. I didn't get a chance to say it when you hear this, Elliot. One thing I do is kind of the research for the show. We all watch it. One thing I love about her, you can't watch everything she's done. She's kind of like fish in the Grateful Dead. <laughs> Every time I go on YouTube, I see a new thing. You like her performing in the living room with Stu Allen, doing this, joining them on stage, on top of doing that. She plays like yeah. she plays with everybody. There's so much of her music out there. I want to hear. I know we all do. I want to hear that church stuff. Oh yeah, we got to ask that's, Matt if I'll, that's. I'll, our, I'll, I'll see if I can yeah. make something happen there. That's that would be. That's gonna be some powerful shit. Oh yeah! Wow. Yeah. There's just something. I'm like, it's not a secret. Like, like when we had Don on the show, that was a huge deal, because another one in the midst of all these men and is able to belt out her own voice and be recognized on her own. It's not like who's Donna. It's like oh Donna. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's definitely Elliot, not like who's Elliot. Exactly. Either. That's what my point is. Yeah. These big, huge flames. You can't. It's not like one little flicker of a candle. It is a huge flame, I, and and then so gracious and and warm and kind at the same time. I mean, I know it's silly, but I like, love her laugh. <laughs> I know it's totally silly, but like, I just wonder with singers of that. Caliber? Like that caliber of singer, if there was ever a time that she was like at home hanging out and like was singing and then stopped and was like, "Holy shit, I'm awesome! Did I just do that?" Like, <laughs> do you know? Like, I'm sure. Do I'm they sure ever feel had. what we feel about well, themselves? Well, yeah. She, well, she like though she brought up the one. I'm sure she had many of those, but like she, the one like Cheryl Crow. You know, she's like I'm a 14 year old yeah. girl in my room singing her stuff and then I get to share the stage with her and she gives me a hug and is like you're awesome I'm sure that would be like yeah that's that's a huge deal that would and then you'd have to be like I'm awesome 
Yeah, no, you can't. You it. can't be like, no. You gotta mm. be like, mm, heck yeah. Do like that Eddie Van Halen <laughs> kick. <and> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I just wonder that. I've and I wonder that with like with players too, like Billy Strings or just who Hendrix. If he was ever at home, like, holy shit. You know, <laughs> I just give myself I, goosebumps. I can't believe I just did yeah, that. I think everybody, like, even like an athlete, say they're they win the freaking Super Bowl or they get the last freaking three pointer of the game. Like, they know they're awesome. You see them, like, you know, like with their fists and like, hell yeah. Like, oh. everybody, everybody has had a moment where they feel proud of themselves, whether they're willing to admit it or not. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. You true, mama. It, it, yeah, true. It, it's true. And, and some people get that often because they're putting themselves out there a lot more than others. But do you think that, that okay, so then do you think that you get used to that after a while that you're like, yeah, of course, no, I, because I fucking killed it again. I don't think you'd ever get used to it because no. it wouldn't, doesn't happen all the time. Exactly. If it happened all the time, I don't know, it wouldn't be real, I guess. That's something. Yeah. Okay. That's a a reward for something that happens not very frequently. So I don't think you would ever take it for granted as an artist. Well, like she was saying, like certain places you can feel like it's just kind of like a loose, happy, fun night, people hanging out. And then there's other places where they're on on every word, like, you know, paying attention. And so, yeah, those are the nights where you, you like rise above and do better. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. I killed mm. it. Well, like maybe that, not it, necessarily. That's what you say, but like interiorly, you feel that. That makes sense. And, and she had, and she gave us another one of those moments after she played the show with Phil, Phil and the family band up here, walking down the street yeah. on Burnside, and the whole. I would <laughs> well you done. You can't go home and, with your head you, hanging you just down walk after and that. Like, oh, that was a great show, and all of a sudden, the whole cafe stands. It gives you a standing ovation and cheers for you, and, and well deserved. That would, that would have to be just like. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, See, kind that's, of embarrassing. That's and why like, oh, little I wee. love Portland. That. Yeah. That's fucking dope. That is cool as shit. Like, I can appreciate that side of our city. Yeah, don't We've, tell me this town ain't got no heart. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's not all protests. You gotta poke and, around on Birdside? Yeah, you just gotta poke around. Nightmare. You just gotta come up here and play. You hear that, yeah. everybody out there? Yeah, here, Phil. Come up here and play. Let's go. <laughs> Wow. Crystal Ballroom's open. I saw their shows being announced, so we should see a Terrapin Family Band announcement. Sometime. I got to say thanks, babe, for, for booking this one. That was... It I, we was, all wanted... The, no, I'm, all not, yeah. I'm not saying we all didn't. I'm just saying you you made it happen, so thanks for making it mm-hmm. happen, because I, I I don't even know what to say. It's it's I don't want to say it's lonely, but it is lonely being one girl in a group of not dudes yeah in a group of guys well they're it, yeah, like we i don't said it's not lonely it. it's fun it's cool I, like I, I i get uplifted because you guys are silly so if i even like have a tinge of a bad mood it can pull me out super easy like there's amazing benefits and great um things that come out of being the one of many but at the same time it can be lonely you want to talk about other things that just aren't on their mind i can only imagine if I was the only dude on this show. Oh, wow. Yeah. That would be tough. That, yeah. Yeah, that would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It yeah, is. Reverse roles. Yeah, that would be very, so. Well, Especially, well done, like, Mel. Thank you. Yeah. Navigating <laughs> yeah, yeah, our, well, navigating well our dum-dumbness. Well, no, I, you know, I don't even think that. I don't, like, I. you guys aren't dum-dums. You guys are literally the opposite. You can act dumb, like, that's, and it's fun and silly and whatever, but, like, 
you guys have raised me up to a level too. Like, just like what she was saying with, with Graham, like I wanted to get into that a little bit more, but I kind of picked up what she was saying as far as like, he boosts up band morale. Like he did that when we talked to him on the phone. Oh yeah. He, he's a booster mm-hmm. for sure. But like, yeah, like being, being with you guys, you guys definitely are elevating to me in a lot of ways, especially like with Apple of researching and just, you're always so excited about, the music aspect of it and you babe with like reaching out and grabbing these amazing people that we get to talk to. Like it's very inspirational. The, what you two put into the show and I'm proud to be a part of that. Like what each end of like you Apple or you Aaron, what you guys are doing. Like I'm grateful to be a string in that. It's not like, Oh, what was me? It's like, no, I get where you're coming from. You guys lift me up also, but it's just like, you know, sometimes you want to talk about or things are on your mind that just never will ever cross your mind. And and you you said it yourself too. You've, well, we all have, but you've mentioned that too. You really found your voice in this too. And sometimes kind of like she does, like sometimes you blow us off the stage. There's been interviews where we're just like, you kind of take charge and do it. Like we all kind of do solos sometimes. That's true. And to see (laughs) you do that now, you've done a whole lot more. We all have. You really, and like you said, in the last year through this pandemic stuff and everything, really, sometimes it's just like, holy crap. Yeah. Mel, Mel, go. <laughs> oh, and I love like I mean when one thing you do that to me is 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 you capture all this in your journal. Yeah. With all that. You see you over there writing and stuff and then you go and you're like, "Okay, can we go back to this?" You oh, have, yeah. you know, you, it's, it's it's awesome to see we, us all finding our voice and mm-hmm. just getting getting better all the time. And encourage we're like musicians to be play with you, to playing with you guys makes me push myself, mm-hmm. you know. That's true. You guys definitely have made me step up my, especially you, babe. Like you don't give me pressure. You have, you really don't, but you do like in a really positive way. For what? To be better, to pay attention, to engage, to find my voice, Mm. to like, to make he's, my part of the show mine. I'm just here. And he's good at being subtle too, which, which isn't a big Schaefer characteristic. No. He's, he's the, you, you have, that's something you become. You're, you're a subtle lot more, and not, which is yeah, great. But he used to be a lot more, yeah. like more aggressive and like, you you know, it, it'd be a turnoff sometimes the way you would approach the stuff. last interview. You become more subtle and also you've done it by just by, being a great leader yes you're the you're the gram it, of, it makes of the it, no it simple road yeah it makes band. it it makes it easier and funner to get on board when yes. it's not somebody yelling get on board because well, i know me and apple <laughs> used to talk about it it's like when you the way it comes out with you is like you kind of like put the hammer down and then it it stops being fun and apple and i are all about fun we're about we're also all about hard work i mean i know that you know that about us like apple after working with Apple outside of here, Apple fucking kills it. He is so on it. Like when he's at work, he has fun, but he is working hard. And same with me. Like when I'm at work, everybody's always like, I want to go hang out with Mel. I'll work with her. Like she's always like, I'll bag for her. I'll do this. done and have fun. Exactly. And, and sometimes in your delivery, I would say like, before because it's not I don't feel like this anymore it was just harsh and hard and 
Get to fucking work, goddammit. But we we needed the space to be able to find our own fucking voice, you know? And we can't, we have a different approach than you, you know? And you found how to talk to us through the show and through your actions. You found a better way to kind of um, get the best out of us. Mm. I don't even know what I did, but cool. Boom. Stop being that's bossy. The be- that's the beauty of it. You not are. knowing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even just, know, man. Yeah. Just, just, just relax. Well, it's like you, you, <laughs> it's organic. You Chill say out, it man. a lot about like this being a band. And, you know, anytime you're working with a group, you have, you are your band, like a sports team that if, unless you're in a solo sport, you have to learn how to work together. Otherwise you're going to fucking lose. You're not going to perform good. And, in doing this, we've all been able to kind of like play our instruments better, yeah. you know, tune them well. So anyway, thanks tune. guys for thanks. helping yeah, elevate yeah, me. Th- and like Mel said, thank you for doing this one thing. It's, this was this was like a birthday present. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. I know this is fun. This <laughs> is fun. Knowing. I know what's up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Elliot. Thanks. Thank you, Elliot. It was thank super you so fun. Much. And um, like I said, when the solo album drops. Let me know, and we'll have you back on. We'll talk all about it. Yeah. Yep. And congratulations to life. You're killing it. Yeah. Life. Well done. Well done, killing sister. It, Elliot. Everybody out there, we'll be back next week with more stuff and things. And make sure that you guys do me one favor. If you could do do me a solid, all right. Check it out. If you're on Instagram and you follow No Simple Road already, or if you, I'm sorry, rewind. If you're on Instagram and you don't follow No Simple Road, follow us. Yeah. Okay. Second. I think we have a pretty damn good no, Instagram no, I page. Know. I know. Right. But if you do follow us, when you see our posts, do me a favor. Just throw a comment, a high five, a heart, something, and then throw it in your story. Because when you guys share and comment on the stuff that we do on there, it does something to the algorithm. I don't know what. That thing is alive and you're talking to it by pushing buttons on your phone. And when you do that, it makes the post go to other people that wouldn't normally see it. It makes it seen. Yeah. So help us be seen by just moving your thumb, right? Yeah. You can help us by moving your thumb. That's not a whole lot. No. No. I'm not not asking you to, I mean, I am asking you to go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road and sign up, but... I'm not asking you to do that. You could just but move your thumb if you want. As he was saying that, I just moved my thumb like well, 15 it, times. Kind of like That's what Elliot was saying. Is. There's a lot of ways to support a, a band. You can buy a ticket. You can buy a t-shirt. You can tell a friend. You can tell, put it on your Instagram. You can, there, there's so many ways to support. And so same thing with the show. Like say you love Elliot Peck and you've never listened before. And this is your first show. Go back and go through our catalog. Look at all the amazing artists that we've had and be like, share it. Hey, look at that freaking episode with Graham Lesh. That was incredible. Look at that episode with Matt Butler. That was super fun. Like put it out there for us as well. Cause we're putting it out there for you. Yeah. So yeah, that what Mel said and, and then <laughs> plus 10 and then some move your thumbs. We love you guys. <laughs> love you. We'll see so you next much. week and take care of each other. Smile a stranger. Wash your hands. Safety third. Feed a kitten. Hydrate. Hydrate. Yeah. Peace. And, and be nice. Yeah. Don't don't be a dick. <laughs>
shoulders of fear. We've traveled this road before, so we may think. But it's a tad bit of strange similarities that feed an A equal A complex. The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road. Ever wonder what a punch from Elton John feels like? Or how you'd cope with having turned down the chance to be in Nirvana? Or what signal Keith Richards gives when he wants you to get the hell out of his hotel room? Fans of Too Much Effing Perspective don't have to wonder, because they've heard these exact stories and a jillion others on our podcast. I'm Alex Hoffman, former tour manager for Radiohead. And I'm musician and comedy writer Alan Keller. On the TMEP show, we get guests like Nancy Wilson from Heart, Jeremiah Freights from the Lumineers, and Modern Family's Julie Bowen to tell us things they may have only shared with their therapist, clergy, or a TMZ stringer. So join us on Too Much Effing Perspective. That's E-F-F-I-N-G Perspective. The only podcast you crank up to 11. <laughs>